Hello, 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 my amigos, and welcome back to this, the second, the bonus part of FYI. And thank you so much to you guys for being patrons. It's so great to see how our community is growing and what a great group of people has gotten together. So kudos to you guys. Kudos is another way of saying congratulations. Why? Well, firstly, a lot of people mispronounce it. They say congratulations, and it's congratulations, Congratulate. It's almost like a CH or a J sound. Congratulations. But you can also say congrats y te quitas la tontería. Or kudos to you. Enhorabuena a vosotros. I hope you guys are enjoying our little look into the Academy Awards. Now let's look at some of the secrecy behind the Academy Awards. Because it wasn't always such a secret thing where they used accountants, contables, to keep all the different nominations under lock and key, bajo llave. And this was all because in 1940, the very popular newspaper in Los Angeles, the LA Times, well, they leaked some information. To leak is filtrar. And if you think about it, WikiLeaks, what do they do? Filtrar información. But it's also una gotera o una fuga. If you have a leak in one of your pipes, tubería en la casa, you have a leaky pipe. If you have a gas leak, run. Yeah, the LA Times leaked the names of all the Oscar winners prior to the ceremony. And prior to is another way of saying before the ceremony. So they spoiled it. To spoil es arruinar y lo sabéis vosotros porque todos usáis la palabra spoiler. Pues don't spoil it. Es no lo arruines. No lo soples. So the Academy was pissed off, uh, cabreados, and, and rightfully so. You know, come on, guys. It's supposed to be a surprise. You guys let the cat out of the bag prematurely. So after that, they decided they were going to be secretive. They were going to keep all that stuff on the DL. Esto es muy americano. If we say on the DL, it means on the down low. Bajito, para que no se vea. And that's why today, this uh, event, the nominations, the winners, it's all shrouded in secrecy. And shrouded would be like envuelto in. They've got accountants who walk around with sealed or locked briefcases. A briefcase es un maletín. As you know, the envelopes themselves are sealed, sellados. And careful with that word, because there are two acceptable pronunciations envelope and envelope. The same with florero. You can say vase or vase, right? The thing that you put flowers in. Vase, vase. Either, either. Neither, neither. Tomato, tomato. Hey, wait. I think I'm singing a song. You say tomato and I say tomato. Tomato, tomato. Let's call the whole thing off. De esa canción aprendemos. Vamos a cancelarlo todo. Let's call the whole thing off. And the Oscars, like Hollywood in general, has its fair share of controversy and strange or awkward moments throughout the years. And I've decided to highlight a couple here on the show, but if you guys want to share with me some of your favorite or strangest or uncomfortable awkward moments at the Oscar, I'd love to hear it. 
I'll start with some that I remember, because if I remember it, obviously I'll be able to tell you it a little bit better. And it was, I remember, uh, they were calling Edina Menzel up on stage. Edina Menzel. Now, if you don't know who she is, let me give you a musical clue. Let it go, let it go. I am one with the wind and sky. Let it go. That's right. That's Edina Menzel, tremendous actress, tremendous singer. I remember seeing her in a musical called Rent before she was Elsa in Frozen. And it was her moment. She was just getting big and it was Frozen's year. And John Travolta had to, all he had to do was read the teleprompter. And he said, he said, I'd like to welcome Adele Dazim up on stage. And it was quite weird. In fact, you know what? I can tell you about it, but let's just hear John Travolta saying Adele Dazim. Now remember, her name is really Edina Menzel. So there it is, her moment to be recognized, and he screws it up. La Caga John Travolta. Let's hear it. Gorgeously empowering song, Let It Go, from the Oscar-winning animated movie Frozen. Please welcome the wickedly talented one and only I have to say, she was such a good sport about it. Se portó muy bien. No se, she didn't get offended. If you're a good sport, it means you don't get offended. You let people kind of make fun of you and stuff, and you're not taking it personal. But there was a funny follow-up to this, and this was a great moment because the following year, I mean, obviously it was scripted this time, estaba guionizado, scripted, and that following year when she had to call him on stage, she called him Glom Gazingo instead of John Travolta. So it showed that she had a sense of humor and good writers. I also remember that snafu. Do you guys know the word snafu? A snafu is another way of saying cagada, a screw-up, algo caótico. And I don't remember who it was. I think it was Warren Beatty, famous actor Warren Beatty. And he opened up the envelope and he said, and best picture goes to La La Land. And it wasn't for La La Land. It was for Moonlight. The original, it should, they should have said, deberían haber dicho, the best picture goes to Moonlight. But they said La La Land. So talk about a, a slip over there. Un lapsus. And of course, all these moments, the Oscars, they love these moments. And some people say that they even script some controversy in it so that people are talking about it, so that there's a buzz around it. Buzz es un poco de ruido alrededor de ello. And did it work? Well, you bet your bottom dollar it worked. Of course it worked. I remember memes, you guys say memes, we say memes all over the internet with Adele Dazim. Or the winner is La La Land, you know, with that envelope. And it, it was a funny moment. It was probably one of the, the funniest moments of that ceremony that year. I don't remember two other, too many other moments that stood out. Now, these are, right now, up to now, we've been talking about things that are controversial, but not really. They're funny. They're things that people talk about. But also, there's been some real controversy as well. Hollywood, as you guys remember, if you listen to the Hollywood episode, has been accused many times.
sometimes of whitewashing. And to whitewash is to make every story about a white guy in his 40s, even if it's the story of Genghis Khan. You see what I mean? So they're saying, Hollywood, not everybody's a white guy in his 40s. You know, not everybody's can be, can be played by Tom Hanks. And, and you know, in movies such as, uh, I think it was uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's, you know, when you look at some of these characters that were being portrayed as Asians, it was a white man playing an Asian person. Well, you were thinking, were there no Asian actors available? I mean, I'm not saying you have to be a homosexual to play a homosexual or that you have to be a guitar, a guitarist to play a musician, but I'm sure we can find somebody who at least looks the part. So the, the translation, I guess, for whitewashing is a lack of of diversity in Hollywood. And I hope, and as many hope, that that's changing. That when the story is about, you know, Pocahontas, about an Indian character, that, well, if there's a good Indian actress who can play it, well, why do that? I mean, and the other option is you can hire Gwyneth Paltrow and then put her in makeup for eight hours. You see what I mean? And many people are fed up with it. Artos, right? To be fed up. In fact, uh, Frances McDormand, famous actress Frances McDormand, uh, used her speech as a platform. And she spoke out against, to speak out against this hablar en contra de, she spoke out against the lack of diversity. And she said, and I quote, We all have stories to tell. Invite us into your offices and we'll tell you all about them, she told the crowd. And then she's finished her speech up by saying, I have two words to leave you with tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Inclusion rider. And in case you don't know what that means, a rider is a clause, una clausula, in a contract. And it means I am Francis McDormand. You want me to work on this movie. I'll work on this movie if there is a diverse crew. And I think in a movie especially, a big budget movie, there could be over a thousand or more people working on the movie. So I'm sure that in a place like the United States that's full of all different diverse nationalities and walks of life, well, we can we can reflect that in the workplace. Don't get me wrong. No me malinterpretes. I'm not saying there should be a quota, but I am saying that we should take a look at some industries that are primarily run by white males. And I'm a white male. I'm the first person who should be happy about that. But I don't think it's fair and I don't think it's right. And, well, it seems like I'm not alone. It, it seems like uh, Francis McDormand sees eye to eye with me. Estar de acuerdo is to see eye to eye. Or maybe I should switch that around. I see eye to eye with Francis McDormand. And we could even talk about McCarthyism. Uh, McCarthyism is when they started having these blacklists in Hollywood. And they started blacklisting writers, actors. And I'm sure many people who should have won Academy Awards didn't because they were deemed dangerous. The word deemed is considerado. I think we've looked at that one, in fact, to be exact, we looked at that one in the boy bands episode. Another person who wanted to speak out and use his platform as a famous actor, as a celebrity, well, that's none other than Marlon Brando. And we talked about The Godfather before. But Marlon Brando, this was at the 45th Academy Awards. This was in 1973, March 27th to be exact. And what he did is he sent a woman on his behalf. 
I think you say in Spanish, de su parte, on his behalf. And she was an Apache actress and activist. Apache, as an Indian, Apache Indian actress and activist for obviously Native American rights. And he sent her to use that podium, to use that platform to protest against the treatment of Native Americans. And it was, uh, he was supposed to accept his Best Actor Award, but he sent this woman, Mary Louise Cruz, also known as Sachin Littlefeather, and he sent her up there to accept, or I shouldn't say accept, to decline the award for Best Actor. And he was making a statement by saying, I don't agree with what's going on here, and I think we need more inclusion. So this is not something new. Another really important part is the speeches. And we already heard a speech by J.K. Simmons. What did you guys think? Did you guys get choked up like I did? Os emocionasteis como yo? Because, oh man, <laughs> my wife's like, are you crying? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm an emotional person. What can I say? Well, if you notice, uh, when people are giving their speeches, to give a speak speech or to make a speech, we say, um, when they're giving or making their speeches, they get cut off. Les cortan. Uh, the orchestra starts playing. And I didn't know this, but there's a 45-second rule. And I think it's great. I think it makes sense that they give everybody a time limit. Because if you don't have a time limit, the award ceremony can go on and on and on. And I remember it very clearly. There was a year that uh, this came to a head. Llegó ya a un punto que a ebullición, I think you say. It came to a head. And this was in 2002, at the 2002 Oscar ceremony. The show ran for an astounding four hours and 23 minutes. Four hours and 23 minutes. That is crazy because people would get carried away. To get carried away, se les iba la pinza. I want to thank my mother. I want to thank my neighbors, best friends, cousins, roommate. You know, it. it, it so they told people, guys... Keep it short. No te lies. Keep it short. No te enrolles, as you say. Keep it short. Don't go off on a tangent. And that's why now you'll hear after 45 seconds, the orchestra will start playing and they will cut off. To cut off is interrumpir. We use it a lot when we're speaking too. Well, how can I speak if you keep cutting me off? But then again, if you think about it, it's kind of cool. They're giving you a time limit. They're saying you have 45 seconds to speak to millions of people. What do you want to say? Use the mic, use the podium, use the platform. Well, director Alfred Hitchcock, he was an expert at keeping it short. Him and another guy named William Holden, they have the record for the shortest acceptance speech. It's called an acceptance speech because you're accepting the award. Do you want to hear Alfred Hitchcock and William Holden's speech? Okay, here goes. Ready? Thank you. That's it. Well, were you expecting something else? That's it. I think, that, hey, it sums everything up. Lo resume todo. Thanks. Hombre, podía haber sido más corto, eh? It could have been a little more concise, a little more succinct, and it just could have said, thanks. Or as the British say, uh, esto me acuerdo cuando lo aprendí. My friend Richard Brown said, ta, mate. I'm like, 
ta? What is that? He said, ta, ta, mate, ta. I'm like, ta? And that's how the British say thank you. It's funny because the British say ta and cheers as thank you, but Americans don't. Cheers for us is vamos, chin, chin, right? And ta, we don't really say. So <laughs> it's funny that, you know, at 25, I was still learning English. Well, British English, very different than American English. And let's talk about that coveted. Coveted is another great word. If something is coveted, everybody wants it. I think the correct word in Spanish would be codiciado, the coveted statuette. Well, do you want to know something crazy? Okay, they might be able to say, I have five Oscars. And you know what? You could say, well, not really. What? No, you don't have five Oscars. Well, you don't own them, at least, to own poser. Nope, that's right. You don't own the statue. As the winner, you are presented with the trophy. Then you must sign an agreement. Sign es firmar, and an agreement es un acuerdo. Viene del verbo agree, estar de acuerdo. So you sign an agreement stating that if you wish to sell your statuette at some point in the future, that you must first offer it to the academy for a measly, measly is miserable, one dollar. And if they refuse, they can't keep the trophy. So that's pretty crazy. You can't sell it or anything. Well, you can, but you have to offer it to the Academy for a dollar and they're going to buy it. So you don't really own that statuette. You're borrowing it. Lo estás tomando prestado. And speaking of borrowing things and not really owning them, isn't that the case with the dresses as well? Because you see all these amazing dresses and fashion, and I, I know very little about fashion. In, fashion. in fact, I'm the king of fashion faux pas, cagadas <laughs> de fashion. I am anti-fashion, but there are a lot of trendsetters on the red carpet. Uh, trendsetters are gente que marca tendencias. La gente le sigue a ellos. But these dresses that they're wearing, Dior, Gucci, all these brands I don't even know how to pronounce. Do you want to know something? I'm sure many of you who know about the fashion aspect know this. Those dresses do not belong to them. Those tuxes do not belong to them. In many cases, they are lent to them. So remember, borrow, tomar prestado, and to lend, prestar. So they are lent to them by the designers. And these gowns, a gown is a good word. A gown is a very formal dress. So um, the, the, the record, I've got a, a figure here. The record, uh, again, at the time of this recording, was in 2013. Jennifer Lawrence wore the most expensive dress in Oscars history. It was a blue-pink Dior Couture, that's, I don't know really what that means, but, um, but uh, you know how much this thing cost if you were to buy it? Four million bucks. So yeah, four million bucks. I mean, whoa, who buys? Okay, that's what I want to know. Who buys this stuff? Because if celebrities who are loaded, loaded es que tienen mucha pasta, if they're not buying it and they're renting it or borrowing it, well, who's the, who are the people who are buying this? The people, the producers, the people who sign their contracts? Hmm, I don't know. But what I've realized is that although it seems like these Oscar winners, you know, they've got it all, really, 
they own nothing. And be very careful with that word because I've had students mix it up many times and say, I own you 20 bucks. No, own, poser, and o is deber. And I just mentioned the red carpet, that famous red carpet. You say alfombra roja, which is also, you know, an, an idiomatic expression. We gave them the red carpet treatment or white glove treatment, the, the guante blanco, which means the best, nothing but the best, the cream of the crop, la creme de la creme. Well, there's one thing that I know for sure. I wouldn't want to be the carpet cleaner. Yeah, the guy who's got to clean this red carpet because it's 152 meters long. So not never mind cleaning it. I wouldn't want to be the guy who's got to roll it up at the end of the night. And it takes up, ocupa, this is a really good phrasal verb, and I know we've looked at it before, it takes up 1,533 square meters. So that's how much fabric it is. And fabric is tela, no es fabrica. A fabrica is a factory. And of course, we could not talk about this amazing night without talking about all the parties that are going on. I think I told you guys, when I lived in Hollywood, one year I remember Oscar night very, very clearly. I was working at a restaurant and I got home from work and I think it was about 10 p.m. And I remember I grabbed a beer, cogí una cerve, for a change, para variar. <laughs> sí, también lo decimos eh, irónicamente. For a change, I grabbed a beer and I went up on the roof. Me subí a la azotea. And I'll keep it short, because uh, like the Oscar speeches, because I think I told you this. And I remember that magic that was in the air, that feeling like there was some alien invasion happening in Hollywood. There were spotlights everywhere. It seemed like I could feel, I wasn't even near the auditorium, but I could feel the energy that that city was emitting that night. As I said before, I never got my invite. You can say invite or invitation. Yeah, I've been waiting, but uh, Steven Spielberg, I guess he, he lost my number or something. Maybe he misplaced it. To misplace is traspapelar. But I would love, man, I would love to be a fly on the wall, we say. no, uh, Alguien que puede ver todo sin, sin que se dan cuenta los demás. A fly on the wall at one of these star-studded parties. And a star-studded is de estrellas, de famosos. And you want me to be honest? I, I, I don't know, because uh, I've never been to one, but I, I'm going to take a guess here and say that the Oscar parties are f much more entertaining than the actual award show. I mean, think about it. Anything goes. At the award show, they're filming everything you do. And, you know, it'll be on Twitter later, but at the parties... Hmm, you don't know what goes on behind the scenes. But I know one thing, people are mingling, to mingle is mezclar. They're rubbing shoulders, right, to rub shoulders with important people. Uh, they're networking, to network is hacer contactos, no? And, of course, I imagine, uh, they're getting wasted. Se están intoxicando. One of the most famous parties on Oscar night is the Vanity Fair party. If you guys know the magazine, the fashion magazine, Vanity Fair. They have a huge party every year and there's always some gossip. Siempre hay chismorreo. Like in 2001, uh, Courtney Love, Courtney Love, uh, the, well, Kurt Cobain's ex-wife, the singer, 
of the group Hole. She's also an actress as well. Well, she was tipsy for a change. ¿Ves? Usando el para variar. Tipsy es un poco bebida. She was tipsy for a change, and she went over to a group of photographers. Vamos a pronunciar esas, ¿no? No, it's photographers, it's photographers, right? So they take a photo or a picture, but they're called photographers or paparazzi in this case. And she shouted a swear word. A swear or a curse is una palabrota. And uh, yeah, it's because one of the uh, bouncers didn't let her manager into the party. But basically, the bouncer's like, your manager's not on the list. Your manager's not getting in. I don't care who it is. You're invited. Your manager's not. And Courtney Love was not too happy about that. So she decided to go off. She decided to chew these people out. To go off or to chew somebody out and say, chale una bronca. A decade after that, this was at the governor's ball party. And remember, the word ball is una gala, una fiesta muy grande, right? A ball. When we think of Cinderella, Cenicienta, we say the ball. So the governor's ball is another very famous party, an official party thrown by the governor. Remember, hacer una fiesta is not to make a party. It's to have a party or to throw a party. Y un fiestón is a bash. And I imagine the Vanity Fair party and the governor's ball party, I imagine they're two of the biggest bashes in town. Sean Young, she was uh, the st starring in this movie Blade Runner, the, the, the newer version, and she reportedly, I love that word, reportedly, or supposedly, she reportedly or supposedly crashed the party, and to crash, you're like, chocar? No, no, no. To crash a party is to show up without an invitation. Hey, guys, you want to try that? Next year, let's crash an Oscar party. Well, I don't think crashing the party was her sin, su pecado. I think it was the point where she slapped the security guard. Le dio un guantazo. Ow! And a lot of these parties, no matter how formal they are, no matter how, you know, high class these people supposedly are, there's one thing that we know. A lot of brawls have broken out at these parties, too. A brawl is una pelea. A lot of fist fights. Somebody could just do a podcast on all the things that happened at all the after parties on Oscar night. Well, I hope this episode was a party for you and that you had fun and you learned a lot about this institution in my country and I want to just leave by saying that you may not win any awards for your English or even get much recognition for what you're doing but when you guys are able to understand people and communicate clearly that is the most rewarding feeling ever and don't forget about that thank you so much for joining us on this episode of FYI